What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another installment of the Opinionated Brother Podcast. And this is no episode. Hey, this is the After Dark and the Whip Solo. Hey, no one's got to know. No one's got to know. <laughs> welcome, everybody, to episode 64. Okay, y'all, y'all know my episodes be running together. You. Listen, I'm 200 plus episodes. You you start having shit running together. So I think this is like episode it's episode 60 something. We're like 60, 60, 60 something. We six. Let me check. Hold on. Because <laughs> I know we are like 60. Whoa, what, 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 what? We're at like episode 60. That was ah, 64, guys. We're at episode 64 of the After Dark Show. Shout out to everybody that continues to listen from all around the world. Um, Dublin, Ireland. Um, the UK, uh, London, you know what I'm saying? Um, we have people from uh, the Dominican Republic listening. We have people right here in New York. Shout out to all my New Yorkers listening and everything. We appreciate you. Shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to the Bronx. Shout out to Harlem. You know, shout out to Manhattan and shout out to New Jersey, man. Shout out to everybody that continues to listen to the uh, podcast everywhere in the 50 states you feel what i'm saying shout out to everybody back home in michigan detroit grand rapids everybody that continues to listen we love you we appreciate you we thank you thank you thank you uh, before we actually get into the show let's uh, shout out some of our app partners so listen if you're in the grand rapids area right now make sure that you're picking up your daddy's dough cookies right in grand rapids man if you're local they are at literally every market man shout out to really shout out to daddy's dough for real for real. i want to just give him I want to give Marcus and his family a um, a big, huge thank you um, for uh, just putting their trust in me and, you know, allowing me the honor and the pleasure of just advertising their amazing business. Like I said before, most of the businesses that I've have, uh, advertised and or sponsored with have been black owned. Right. Um, I think other than Audible, um, whether they've been artists, you know, music artists, um, you know, food, uh, I think. Either, um, other than Audible and Four Brothers, which, you know, those those people are like brothers for me, uh, for real. Um, other than that, all of my, um, no, honestly, Four Brothers, you know, Four Brothers is also, uh, they're, they're amazing uh, people of color as well. So um, other than Audible, we've had, we I've tried to keep it, you know, all my advertisers and sponsors, um, you know, people of color, you know, especially black owned, uh, especially black owned. So I just wanted to thank Marcus and his family uh, and the Daddy's Doe family for allowing me to you know, sponsor them and just um, um, advertise their amazing products. So listen, make sure that you go check out um, all of their amazing cookie options. Um, gluten-free, vegan, regular day, schmegla boys. You know, they have the chocolate tip to the oatmeal raisin, to the regular oatmeal, to the lemon breeze. You know what I'm saying? Summer breeze, everything. I know the summer is over, but you know, they got them still. Um, they're at every damn near market in Grand Rapids. Uh, small market um, like Bridge Street, you know, uh, big markets like Fresh Time. Horrocks Market, uh, Downtown Market in Grand Rapids. And if you're not, um, if you can't get them, um, you know, if you're not local and you can't get them uh, locally, then you can go on their website. That is dough.com. And I believe our promo code is still up. I know I said on Monday that um, uh, the promo code was ending, but I think it's still up. So try it again. We're still doing the two, uh, TOB 20% 
off right now. So TLB20, use that code, TLB20 for 20% off your online order right now. Best cookies in Michigan, guys. Make sure you check them out. And then I also want to give a big, big, big shout out and to um, another advertiser of mine, which is Passionate Pastries. I thank Amina, the pastry nurse. Uh, me and Amina have gone back to college, you know what I'm saying? Uh, YBBWs, YBBW. Only if you, if you, if you, if you, if you listen to me, if you've been listening to me since the college days, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying, YBBW, you beautiful black women. Um, so shout out to Amina for allowing me to trust, uh, putting her hands, uh, putting me, uh, trusting me with her company as well. Um, I love, I love just giving, um, I feel like it's my due diligence as my platforms continue to grow. That is my due diligence to um, let people know about other amazing companies, whether that be podcasts, whether that be artists, whether that be, um, um, you know, other companies, you know, food companies, branding companies, um, clothing designers, you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like it's my job to allow for my audience or for people, period, to just, you know, get into a window and, and see these amazing, amazing people that I get to see on a daily basis continue to put the work in. So, listen, if you're in the Chicago area and you're looking for the best, the best pastries, um, whether that be uh, dessert shots, that be cakes, pies, um, number cakes, whatever you need for your next event, make sure you hit up Passionate Pastries by my girl, uh, Amina Z, the pastry nurse. You understand what I'm saying? Not only is she saving our lives, in the hospital she's saving our lives in our stomachs as well so make sure you go to uh becoming a pastry pal right now and if you become a pastry pal and sign up right now you get 10 percent off your order okay so make sure you do that i thank these two amazing uh businesses for allowing me to advertise them again and listen if there's any other businesses out there we're running a special for the rest of september we're running a great special um if you're looking for advertisement whether you're an artist um whether you're a business owner whether you're selling a product a business whatever we're running a special right now a hundred dollars uh for um for a month of advertising not only do you get both of our shows on the opinionated brother but you also get the um the Devontae's world spot as well so you will get promoted on every show three shows weekly um for that so listen if you're looking for that it's a hundred dollars flat rate and if you're interested go to our website at www.tyronsix.com forward slash ad partners and you can look at our, all of our past and uh, current sponsors right now um, advertising partners and sponsors right now we appreciate everybody we'll have those links in the bio um, in our description I'm sorry <clears throat> and listen I missed y'all man you know episode 64 of the after I just want to say thank you to Deli Dale Hoodie Dello Mellow Dello my guy Deli Dale uh, for just giving me this idea you know of creating this after dark I didn't know 64 episodes in it would just be like this you know what I'm saying like in, in a sense you can say I have four shows I run four shows in a sense like you can say I created I run you know three podcast entities but in a sense i do four shows a week right so i get i do the opinionated brother on monday i do our monday show i do our thursday show which is the after i you know our after dark show recording on wednesday of course but then we have the Devontae's world show uh Devontae's world podcast and then we have the r&b and chill podcast which comes out you know and i'm done mostly recording by by saturday right and then i get back on it on sunday so you know there's really no sleep for the weary for real for me it's like i'm always you know working so i just appreciate everybody that continues to support listen love on me and everything like that but but you know 
we have a show for you today. Um, not a long one, but it's, it's going to be a show. You know, we have some things to talk about. So the first thing that we definitely have to talk about, I want to talk about this, this, this squabble of relationships that's been happening over the last couple of days. One being Joe versus Charlemagne. Now, in the last two weeks, I've given the JPB podcast or the Joe Bun podcast, I've given them the MVP of the week for last week if you listen to the uh, episode last week and then i gave uh charlemagne um charlemagne god the um the mvp this week and i gave the jpb podcast or jpb um uh the mvp of the week joe Budden and the boys over there um the mvp of the week because they were leaving spotify and i and i always thought like i said before on last week's show i always thought that they were bigger than what spotify or any any type of entity was was giving them like you know and and here's the thing about joe Budden that a lot of people don't really um like um is that he he's real right he gets off you know what i'm saying he he gets off and no matter how much you like him or dislike him or whatever he he speaks his piece and he speaks real and so for me I, i've listened to him for the last like what three four years you know i think ever since he started i don't want to say ever since he started it but i've been listening to him for for a minute now you know, in a sense where he's been a mentor just like Charlemagne, right? In a sense where ownership, in a di- in a in a in a controlling your own, you know, controlling your own company type thing. Like he has a manager, he has a PR person, he has a network over there. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that you know he went with the Spotify deal in a sense, like okay, let me get this exclusive Spotify deal and he's right you know what I'm saying I just I just watched um his episode 380 um where he was responding to Andrew Schultz and and Charlemagne and everything like that and we'll get to that in a minute because I I really I really am I'm pretty upset with Andrew Schultz and here's the thing I love Andrew Schultz right Andrew Schultz cool as hell but I I really have to get in getting his ass paused about, about you know him on the flagrant two podcast and everything like that but um in a sense, this 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 war between Charlemagne and Joe. Here's the thing, right? Because I don't like that these two mega mega minds, in a way, in the culture, are literally bickering like they are. Now, in a sense, for me, how I look at it, because I'm immersed in the world, right? I live, I'm in the culture, right? And I think a lot of people who listen to Charlemagne and Joe would even say this. Um, they're not only just making headway right they're doing it because it gets clicks and everything and it's not just i'm not saying it just to say like they get clicks right but in a sense where like they're always at each other's throats you know what i'm saying like i we've called them the magneto and the um you know the professor x of the culture in a way because they're always at each other's necks right and just because and i said this on the podcast this i said this on monday show just because Joe, I'm not sorry, just because Charlemagne goes in a different direction of owning his own stuff, well, partly owning his own stuff, partly owning this own network in the Black Fed network, um, and giving people not only chances to shine, but, you know, bigger pay, bigger everything, um, I don't think that needs to be shut out. Neither Charlemagne though you have to sit here and attack Joe and and sitting here saying why did you let this Spotify deal go because in a sense like if you're telling me right and this is just me if you're telling me that you want me to bring 
you know, Spotify came to me and said, hey, on the independent side, I want you to bring like 20 podcasters that you know to Spotify exclusively, but we want to own 50% of the deal that we're going to do with you. No, 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 no. That's, 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 that's not, that, that won't be, mm-mm. right? That won't be it. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm bringing these people here and we're, we're still going to get paid the same, right? I'm still going to make the same type of paycheck and I'm still going to make the, and now I'm bringing people here where they've been doing this maybe longer than me. They have bigger platforms than me. And you want me to bring them here for what? Just for you to sit here and just make money off of them? No. When they literally have been independent for so long making money themselves, utilizing their fan bases just like me to get that, you know, get that revenue stream going. Or if they want to get that revenue stream going, get that revenue stream going. And so what I didn't like about Charlemagne um, and Andrew Sosa's um, podcast in which he was just basically throwing jabs at Joe, like, yo, like, Joe, you know, like, you know, he, he can't negotiate and everything like that. Andrew Schultz allegedly, you know, said, and I watched it. <laughs> Andrew Schultz said, you know, Joe allegedly, quote unquote, asked for $250 million and say you got it from a credible source. Here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing, bro. Like, no, I'm not in that type of circle yet. Hear me when I say yet. But in a sense, like, if my man's did ask for two hundred fifty billion, I mean two hundred fifty million again, Andrew, what the fuck does that have to do with you, right? What does the fuck does that have to do with you, right? No shade to them, but you're a white man. You understand what I'm saying? Just like Joe said, you're a white man. Why are you caring? You feel what I'm saying? Go, 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 go. Sit the fuck with Joe Rogan in them. You feel me? And like I said, I fuck with Andrew. I watched the Brilliant Idiots. I listened to the Flagrant Two podcast with him and the Indian dude, as Joe called him, Andy Schultz and shit like that. You feel what I'm saying? I listen to Andy Schultz and the Indian dude talk they shit. But at the same time, are you doing your research for you? Are you just going up there and talking your shit? Right? I like how Joe called a lot of um, a lot of people the Charlotte Avengers. Right, I think I'm a Charlotte Avenger, but I don't think I'm a Charlotte Avenger to the point <laughs> to the point where like I'm 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 listening to everything or I'm sitting here just being on Charlemagne's side. No, I think um, in a sense, like I said, I think I'm I'm more of a Joe Button than a Charlemagne. I think one of my colleagues who I, I put that one time sharing an interview where he really just told Charlemagne off in a way. And, you know, he was just telling me, like, I can be your Charlemagne to your Joe because in a sense, we do the same thing. Respect each other in the industry. You understand what I'm saying? He he, he has his network. I have mine. We go on. We are going down two different total total paths, but we've been on each other's shows. You understand what I'm saying? So I get where Joe is coming from. Like, yo, we are in the same world, but we're not playing the same. We're not doing the same thing. People are going to look at Charlemagne and say, yes, I want to go down the path that Charlemagne goes down. People are going to look at Joe and say, yes, I want to go down the path that Joe goes down. Me, I'm looking at both of them and saying, okay, I'm taking from each of you and then creating my own lane. You understand what I'm saying? And I think that's what a lot of us are doing is taking, observing, watching, learning from both of you and really just making it our own. You understand what I'm saying? Like I have, there's on this end, I love both of them. Right. I learned from both of them, been learning from both of them for a long time with Charlemagne being in the radio industry for almost 25 years. Joe literally coming into the to the to the industry, not just with Complex, but just with the Joe Button podcast and everything like that. Like this man has created 
a he he created he morphed himself and and rebranded himself into a, a a media mogul right these are two media moguls who are respected right maybe not liked all the time but respected and that's the thing you don't gotta like me you don't have to sit here and like what the fuck i do but the respect from my mentors and my peers that's that is that that right there you know what i'm saying from the people that actually fuck with the hell i'm you know fuck what i'm you know what i'm doing and everything the people that really support me and you know my managers and all that i guess like that's what it matters you know what i'm saying so this little squabble between them is it's getting really out of hand this has been happening for a long time we can date this back to like 2015 2016 you know what i'm saying them getting into a war of words and shit like that like it's just a lot like and then with the andrew schultz thing like andrew i love you but do not take this personally you are a white dude talking about black people problems that's why i fuck with rory because rory knows how to cut it down hush and let joe go off let maul go off about black people problems now i'm not saying rory can't talk about him but he knows when and where to speak you understand what i'm saying andrew you're not black at all i don't care how many black friends you have and shit like that but you're not black at all right so the fact that you sat here and was like he asked for 250 bruh when i look at joe joe is what i intend to do is to go up in these companies and be like yo let's partner i'm talking to the company that is literally that you're using the platform that you're using right when he said that i was like oh he came for his head like yo i'm talking to the youtube ceos i'm talking to the spotify ceos right i'm talking to the iheart media ceos and shit like that you know what i'm saying um but like i said shout out to the black effect network you know having so many about 18 podcasts coming over there um i know drink champs you know um um um, um, drink champs you got uh 85 south you got horrible decisions you got um and you got some more over there so it's it's really it's really dope to have them over there um i just want to see personally for me my i think my biggest thing one of my biggest things is that i want to see how this is going to affect uh, the the black podcast community the, what they're both doing right now is going to affect how we move in the future you know what i'm saying whether you want to be team charlotte team joe or just be in the middle it is what it is it's going to affect the whole podcast black podcast community right all of us who are pod, black podcasters who are looking to make it in the industry or you know uh, podcasts of color who are you know who are looking to make it in the industry these are moves that we have to study these are moves that we have to literally look at and literally watch and be like okay how are you moving ah, i like that mm, don't like that how are you moving ah, i like that mm, don't like that so it's not for for me personally i can't speak for anybody else but for me personally it's not about choosing which side that i'm on because i'm not either on one side like joe said i want every black individual to win right as i said before i'm still applying for jobs <laughs> you feel what i'm saying got an interview for something next week you feel what i'm saying praise god but the thing is you you gotta move the way you move but also learn and study so just big ups to Charlemagne and joe for doing what they need to do um in their respective paths but y'all need to stop this little relationship squabble and like joe said keep y'all peace treaty going 
another relationship that is now on the fritz or getting a divorce is Offset and Cardi. Um, to say that I'm surprised by this, I'm not. Um, I'm really not surprised. Um, Cardi B, um, Hollywood Unlocked exclusively came with the story um, of saying that Cardi uh, filed for divorce. She filed for divorce. Um, they've been separated, as the divorce papers seen. Allegedly, they've been separated for a long time now um, because of Offset's cheating room, of uh, cheating. Um, cheating and and or cheating rumors and so here's the thing man um and i'm gonna keep it a bean right we're gonna we gonna keep it 100 i like i said before i can't i'm not surprised that this happened what i'm surprised about is that she stayed as long as she did um because in that industry in the entertainment music industry Especially when you when you're the Migos and you're offset, right? Because I think now the Migos have they solidified their place where they are as a group, and then all three of them separately have solidified their place as individuals, right? So when you think about it, you know, offset, you know, whether you agree or not, is probably if not the best flower, you know, flow when it comes to his rhymes on in the group, right? So Offset has created his his lane. Him and him and take off. I mean, uh, him and Quavo have been on a lot of features. So that means like he he his name is a little bit bigger. He he knows more. He does more a little bit, and he's out more. He's been he's I I can guarantee you probably he's been cheating before Cardi, right? He had three kids before Cardi. I believe yeah, three kids before Cardi, and then Culture came. So the fact that he's cheating on you still right because this is not the first time that we sat here and you know heard that oh yeah you know cardi is um cardi's getting you know cheated on there's cheating rumors there's only so much a woman can take you understand what i'm saying and here's my and here's my thing when it comes to that right let's keep it a being there's only so much a woman can take but i always turn to the woman and be like why haven't you left and do not tell me it's for the baby right don't tell me that because this man once a man has multiple kids why are you staying why are you there what the fuck what what type right what is it because of what y'all been called is it the memes is it this is it that like stop that shit we are in a culture where literally the memes are your relationship goals and i don't like that i don't like that like yes she has become a meme yes they were the power couple you know one of the power couples of hip-hop if not the power couple of hip-hop but at the same time like this man is cheating on you this man is always in the in the blogs and the shits and the shits cheating. And if you know to the effect that he is cheating on you to the point where y'all got separated, why are you still with him? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you still sitting here being with a man who's going to disrespect you like that? No shade to offset and no shade to niggas who sit here and cheat like a motherfucker. But y'all are some dirty dick niggas. That's just what that is. Y'all are some dirty dick niggas. You feel me? You continuously break these women's hearts, cheating, and then not even taking into effect the woman that you cheat with. Right? Now, there are some girls out here, there are some women out here who just 
who like that shit? I'll, I'll be the side. I'll cheat. It's whatever. That's my that's my lane. That's my position. It's a lot of dudes like that. I, that's my lane. That's my position. But then you also have women out here and men out here who will sit here and tell you what you want to hear and knows. And then there are women and men out here who will sit here and literally, literally get in a feelings about somebody who they know is in a relationship. So then I'm looking at the man or the woman cheating, like Offset, saying like, yo, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Right? But then I'm looking back at Cardi like, girl, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you still with this nigga? You understand what I'm saying? Why are you still with this nigga? Don't tell me it's for Cardi. Don't tell me it's for culture. Don't tell me it's for, for something else. You, why? There has to be a logical reason why the fuck you've been with him why he's been cheating on you. Or even having the cheating rumors. And like I said, you can only take you can only take so much. And listen, there are some ride or die chicks out here. Trust me, I know them. I've seen them. I've experienced them. Not me per se, but they've been out here. You understand what I'm saying? So the fact of the matter is, when you have people sitting here all in your face, telling you that your man is cheating. Right? Then you find out that your man is cheating. You get the you get the 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 real and he tells you that he's cheating multiple times. Why are you still with him? And I'm not even just talking about Cardi, I'm just talking about people in general. Why do you, women, why do you stay with men when they constantly cheat on you? Answer me that question. Please answer me that question. Please, and don't tell me it is for the kids. Don't tell me it's for something because then I look at you crazy. I look at you like, yo, why is your self-esteem so low? You are worth more than what the fuck he is giving you. You understand what I'm saying? You are worth more than what the fuck he is giving you. You are worth somebody not sitting here and taking your heart and breaking that shit. You are worth something more than somebody just sitting here just sticking their dick in everything that's moving. So why are you with him? Why? Why are you sitting here trying to please a nigga who don't give two fucks about you? Baby, I love you. Really? Women, stop taking our word, man. On some real shit, I don't even give a fuck if I don't give a fuck if I get canceled by a black milkman. I don't give a fuck. You understand what I'm saying? I've been I've been I've been hitting women with 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 small nuggets of information since I started this bitch. So I don't give a fuck. You understand what I'm saying? Women, stop taking our fucking word for it and make us work for it. Let me say that again. Stop taking our word for it and make us work for it. We are living in a culture where it is too fucking easy out here. You understand what I'm saying? Too easy. That's why I've always said I've been way out of my generation code. You understand what I'm saying? Because I fuck with the older generations in a sense like, yo, they, listen, they don't play. And it was cheating back then too, of course. Cheating has happened every, every generation. Back, back, back. But there has been some... Most couples in the back in the day, women didn't tolerate that shit. You cheated, they'll, they'll stay with you after one. But you want to cheat multiple times? Oh, no, you getting grist thrown. Oh, no, you getting out of my fucking house. Oh, no, you got about to get a bullet to the knee. You understand what I'm saying? I remember, like, I remember, like, and, and this was, this, this was, this was uh, what, what was it for me. 
my mom told me a story about how her and my daddy got into it, right? And I think I told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. Um, <laughs> my mom and my daddy got into it, and I was like, she said, we was in Florida. We was living in Florida at the time, and you were like two years old. And I put you down. You just got done eating. You were asleep. Your auntie, your dad, and me was out here, out, out in the hall, uh, out in the living room. We were just having fun. And then me and your dad got into an argument. He hit me. And I said, he hit you? He hit me. He smacked me. She, and this is how, yo, yo, this is how I know women have crazy, crazier size than men, bro. My mama said, I got up, no words. I smiled and got up. First of all, when anybody smile and get up, you know something about to happen. You understand? <laughs> Listen, when somebody smile and get the fuck up, you know something about that. So she's like, I smiled, got up. My aunt, she said, your auntie was like, yo, why the fuck did you, what the fuck is wrong with you? And my dad is just, you know, going off. And mind you, my dad was a bigger dude at the time. You know what I'm saying? Heavier man. You know what I'm saying? She said he was the heaviest man that she ever, you know, had, you know, had a relationship with. And so she got a knife. Mind you, she got the good steak ridge knife. You know, with the one with the ridges and gutted his ass right in the side. Right in the side. And see, my thing is. A lot of y'all, I think a lot, I think a lot of men, let's keep it a bit, I think a lot of you men like that shit. I think a lot of y'all want y'all shit to burn. I think a lot of y'all want y'all cars to get fucking uh bust out with tires. I think a lot of y'all want y'all windows busted. I think a lot I think a lot of y'all are liking the crazy shit, but uh, but the thing is a lot of a lot of men sit here and be like, man, I want me a good girl. You fuck up the good girls. A lot of you niggas, a lot of you fuck-ass niggas who keep cheating and shit like that keep fucking up the good girls. So then they be they sit here and have insecurity issues and sit here and be like, yo, I need to do X, Y, and Z to keep this man. Hell fuck no. Hell fuck no. Women, I'm here to say that you need to make us work. You need to get, there's some elements of the old old school way of dating that need to come back. And one of those things is having us to fucking work. You need for us to show you better than we can tell you, bro. I'm always a shower. Because I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. If I fuck with you, if I like you for real, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you what it is. But I'm going to show you what it is, too. My mom always told me, oh, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. Whether that was in a negative way or a positive way. But she always told me, show better than you can tell. You understand what I'm saying? And I use, I use that mantra for everything when it comes to work, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to friendships, everything. Showing better than telling. And the fact that he has shown you multiple times, Cardi, that he does not respect you as a woman because he's out here cheating. And don't, like I said, don't tell me it was for the baby that you stayed. Don't tell me it was for something else that you stayed. You should have left. You should have been gone. Now, we are in a culture where a lot of this shit is under contract, NDAs, all of that shit. Like, listen, you can go out and how you, you know, open relationships are a thing. You know, polygamy is a thing and everything like that. But at the same token, if you if you if you rocking with an old school way of relationship like me and you together, nobody else. If that's the way y'all run. Then why are you staying with a man who obviously does not want to be with you single? Singly, right? He wants to sit here and have his cake and eat it too. So why the fuck are you still sitting here 
continuously giving your heart, your feelings, right? Not even your heart. I don't even know if you love a man like that. But your feelings away. Now your feelings hurt. Now your heart broken. Now you're sick, right? I'm just saying to my women, stop giving it up so fucking easy. You understand what I'm saying? Stop it. These niggas, make these niggas work for it. That's why, that's why they get so complacent. That's why we sit here and get so, that's why we get complacent. That's why we get just be like, and just chilling. Make us work. Okay. <sighs> Shout out to Cardi Offset, man. I just had to get that off my chest. Um, let's talk. Let's see where we at. Let's talk Brianna Taylor. Um, so Brianna Taylor's family settled, uh, allegedly settled for a $12 million lawsuit with the uh, Louisville, uh, with, with the state of Kentucky. Um, for her wrongful death, um, of course, uh, about the police department. Um, another settlement, um, in my book, a win is a win, but let's keep it a being. Um, we need niggas in prison. I ain't gonna hold you. We need niggas in prison. Niggas need to be in prison. I'm, I'm tired. And here's the thing. I'm tired of reading headlines with white people and it's just not with Breonna Taylor, you know what I'm saying? But white people who kill unarmed black men and women teenagers kids you know getting charged and you know i've never you know even convicted right um my thing is when we look at these headlines i don't even believe most of these headlines you know what i'm saying and coming from a nigga who is in the industry you know what i'm saying like i get hit up like yo is this real is this real i'll be like "Mm -mm, check your sources you feel what i'm saying like i don't i don't i don't right a lot of people sit here and be like man everybody look for social media to check your sources i'm like Here's the thing, though, right? It's a lot of places on social media, if you follow the right motherfuckers that have good info and right info, I don't follow everybody for that reason. You understand what I'm saying? Because everybody doesn't have the right info. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm always trying to fact check and make sure. So the fact of the matter is I'm tired of sitting here and always seeing a headline where a white police officer is getting charged but never gets charged. I'm tired of seeing that shit because that's never going to happen. You understand what I'm saying? I'm tired of seeing the New York Post, the Times, the fucking uh, Washington Post. I'm tired of seeing mainstream motherfuckers sit here and tell us, you know, whether that's newspapers, news, or whatever, TV, even podcasts, sit here and tell us, like, yeah, they got charged, you know what I'm saying? They're going to get... Bro, they not... They're not... Nothing's going to happen. Now, luckily, amen, Brianna Taylor's family got this money. But that's, to me, that's not justice, right? But what is justice? That may, that may be justice for them. You understand what I'm saying? That may be justice for them, right? That may be justice for them. That may be saying like, yo, you know, we got this because we know that probably nothing's going to happen. So we got to hit them in another way. We can't get these three men convicted. We can't get these three men put in jail or put in prison, right? It's, it's really going to take for white, for racist white cops to sit here and kill an unarmed white boy, okay, who has the same demeanor as a black individual, whether that be male or female for shit to sit here and hit the fan and get charged. You understand what I'm saying? 
That's that's how I look at shit now. It's gonna take that. And going into that, I want to go into the social, uh, the social media dilemma, which is a new, um, uh, a new um, Netflix uh, documentary that I just posted, um, and which is really really good actually. Um, so the social media dilemma really talks about how social media over the last ten twenty years has really use really what we've been saying all this time about the algorithm and everything they just put it into a documentary and been like yeah we're confirming that yo you know not only are there algorithms they're literally like making avatars of us you know and really just you know um really just reprogramming our brains in a social media sense right if, if you if you grew up with social media like me Right. If you were if you were one of those millennials, like a lot of a lot of my peers and friends and associates um, who grew up in the age of social media, I mean, MySpace, Facebook, Bebo, um, Black Planet, you know, a lot of those newer social media plat those those social media platforms that really came out like it wasn't like that at first. If you think about what it was back in 2004 to 2020. Right. It's been a whole like 14, 15 year journey when it has come to the social media, um, the social media, you know, um, you know, invention and creation and uh, rise. And we've seen a lot of social medias come and go. But the ones that have stayed is literally like Facebook, Google, those 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 main, you know, um, those main two have been the ones that have literally literally propelled us into the kind of technological culture that we are in right now and what they were saying was basically like they are using algorithms to literally to literally change the way we think right and so what i've told people especially in the past is that even though social media tries to do that, we have to kind of play the system, right? You got to play it like you playing the government system in a way. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to give all of that away, but you have to do it in your own way. You know what I'm saying? They're going to have... Nowadays, it's not to the point where we're seeing um, everybody's social media like like we used to. You feel what I'm saying? It's not like... I remember following Super Scent, right? Shout out to Super. I've been following her for like maybe three, three years now. And I can just tell you, I don't see a lot of her stuff because of now these algorithms. You know what I'm saying? It's because of the algorithm that you see people having mad followers and everything like that. And, you know, it was a point to where you, you can make money off your following now now it's like yeah if you don't have this certain number of followers or if you're not getting this engagement right it's not even about the followers anymore it's about your engagement now if you don't even have the engagement you don't even get the the paper you know what i'm saying you don't even get that that money and so one thing that that shocked me right that that got that oh that got me hot in that damn documentary it wasn't it wasn't nothing about the social media shit right because we already knew that what got me hot and this is at the end of the movie. So I suggest y'all go watch it. Watch it to the end. Preferably black people watch it to the end. Right? What got me hot was how they depicted this white boy and girl who were brother and sister. And they were pinned down by cops. They were, they were going to a rally or, or a protest. Right? And... um. I guess the, the 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 brother snuck out, go, went to a protest. He was on his phone. He was on like Instagram or something like that. And there was a protest going on. He went to the protest, and 
you know, he accidentally bumped into a cop. The cop slammed him down. Um, his sister got out the car. She accidentally bumped into a cop. She got slammed down. The way they depicted this shit was just so whitewashed. It was just like, oh, hell no. And here's my thing. When it happens to white folks like this, right? When it happens to white folks like this, it gets me hot in that sense because I'm like, yo, I know, I know that that ain't even what, no, hell no, hell no, right? But you have to think this is white America, right? As I've said before, we live in two different Americas. There is white America and then there is black people of color America, right? And then if you think about it, if you're not, if, if, if you're a person of color, you, you kind of live in three, you know what I'm saying? But for us as black people, when I watched that, I was like, wow, this is definitely the America that they're, they're talking to white America. They're not talking to all of America in a sense. Like they're talking to all of us, but they made this film specifically for white America. And I was just sitting there like, wow, that's so interesting that you make this for white folks because they have to consume it because honestly if it was if it was a black you know what I'm saying if it was black I don't think a lot of people would have seen it and you have to you got I get it but at the same time like no no the way y'all just depicted a lot of shit it was just like no you can tell like a lot of this was like closed closed home environments you know gated communities you know communities that Basically like Grand Rapids in a way. <laughs> Basically. You know, like Allendale. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody in Allendale. But, you know, like 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 the, the, the real suburbs, for real. Like people who go to private schools and shit like that. Like, you, 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 you understand what I'm saying? Like, this is what that movie was for. Even though it gave us a lot of knowledge on what social media has been doing, what it continues to do, and how we can change it. How we can stop it, you know, putting our phone down, you know, um, making sure that, you know, we're um, taking time to be with family and shit like that. Because it's not a it's not a really social media dilemma. I just think that we just need to sometimes get off our phones. Um, and like they said, we're we're addicted to some of these. Like my, my biggest one is um, I use a lot of because I knew I was on social media a lot. I said, fuck it, we're going to turn this into you know, using a business. So it's like, you know, with my podcast, we're, we're, I use that mostly to, to, to use it for business work, right? Promoting, um, getting engagement, making sure my followers are engaged, you know what I'm saying? And here's the thing, you have to make sure all your followers are organic. Like my followers are completely organic followers. Like, excuse me, as we've seen over the like past five, six years, a lot of bots have been coming around, a lot of pages where they're like zero, you know, followers with like 400, you know, them following and it's, it's like a picture of a cat somewhere like, you don't engage with people like that right, it's in there saying like don't engage in the comments, read the comments and laugh, right, if you have the time engage, but don't engage too much in the comments, you know what I'm saying, like that's me I've learned how to not engage I've learned how to not give people who just want to be on social media or who get paid because come on now there are people who could pay to literally just post negative comments like that's a thing now. you know like this has become like the tech companies around in silicon valley are the richest you know what i'm saying that's what they said they're the richest in a in, in world history period so if you if you have that type of money 
you're going to pay people to post negative comments. You're going to post all of this shit like that. You, you have advertisers who are, pay, who are paying for our usage and shit like that. We're always being watched. I'm being watched right now. You understand what I'm saying? We're always being cons- constantly watched and constantly, literally just being being viewed by somebody or something that's not even here that's probably in silicon valley looking at us right now somebody's probably listening to me on this podcast right now i always look at the engagement that i get i can tell y'all right now posting i posted three videos back to back right and it was my it was me talking about the nba finals oh let me talk about that real quick before we go um uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the playoffs. Uh, the playoffs, talking about the playoffs, and then talking about um, the um, shit. Um, talking about the playoffs, giving my MVP to Charlemagne, and then giving my clown of the week to OBJ and his poop squad, right? Literally, I see how many views each one got, right? Giving Charlemagne. I almost got like 100 views on that, right? Total engagement was maybe like 200 plus, right? Did the did did my take on the posted a take, you know, a little tidbit of the podcast about me in the playoffs, about talking about the playoffs. Almost like 80 80 90 views, you know what I'm saying, with about 180 plus engagement. Talked about the poop squad and OBJ got almost 350 views and almost 500 plus engagement. You see what I'm saying? Like the negative is always, and it's not even negative, right? But the the the, the negative quote unquote is always going to outweigh, you know what I'm saying? Everything else when it comes to social media, right? That's the engagement. Positive engagement does not get the same accolades or the same notoriety as negative engagement in a sense, but. You know, that's just what that is. But, um, yeah, I would suggest y'all go watch The Social Media Dilemma. Uh, it's a great, great documentary. Like I said, tell me what you th- tell me what you guys think of that last part, especially my um, uh, uh, particularly my black people who listen to me. T- um, lick, watch it and tell me what you think of the movie. We'll have it. I'll, I'll make sure I post it on our Instagram and everything like that. So make sure you guys tell me what you think. Uh, before we get out of here, let me just cuss out the motherfucking Clippers and give praise to the Miami Heat. Now, this is not what I expected in the playoffs. 2020 has been really, really unexpected. (laughs) It's been really, really unexpected, right? It's been really, really, really unexpected. Um, As I said before, when I talked about the playoffs, the fact that Denver took them to a three, took, went from a three, one to a three, three, and now are going to the Western Conference Finals, LA, uh, LAC deprived me of a LAL versus LAC type of a game. And the fact that Paul George only had 10 points, Kawhi Leonard only had 14 points, that really just was like, yo, this dynasty is over before it even started, yo. Like, it's done. It's fucking done. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a, this is a defensive team, uh, and you let you let this slip away from you. You let it slip. And it's not to say, like, these boys, Jamal Murray, Jokic, you know, those boys didn't deserve it because they deserved it. Right? But it's also to say, y'all let this motherfucker slip. Every fucking lead that y'all had, every big-ass lead, I mean, 16, 19, 20-point lead that y'all had, you did not take serious. 
you did not take this serious. You didn't take it serious enough, and you have to go back now. You have to go back to your families and under, and tell them why you didn't take this shit seriously. And now you have Denver and L.A. Now you have um, Miami and Boston. I'm looking forward to a Boston and L.A. Uh, classic matchup in the finals. However, Miami took one, and it was because of a banging-ass block by Biombo to fucking Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum tried to dunk the shit out of that bitch, and Biombo, I mean, he got that bitch all ball. It was like, yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Got it, 117 to 114. And now we're looking at the Western Conference. Um, I do want LA to win, right? But the way that the Nuggets are going, (laughs) the way that the Nuggets are going, yo, Yo, I'm at the point to where I'm like, yo, you get him down 3-1 and see what happens. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying LeBron ain't great, but LeBron has his moments too, right? But you also have Anthony Davis and all those boys. So I'm looking at I'm looking at maybe L.A. in 5, right? If not L.A. in 5, Denver in 7. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and then I'm looking maybe Boston in 6. If not that, I'm looking at Miami in seven. And if we get a Miami versus Denver, oh, I know all of y'all going to be pissed. I'm going to be excited because I love shit that ain't predictable. I, I love shit that's unpredictable. You feel what I'm saying? And these are two teams. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody. Somebody. Some, it ain't. 2020 has been the year of upsets. Has been the year of just change. So, listen. I would love to see LAL versus Boston. But if we don't get that and get Denver versus Miami, I wouldn't be mad either. So I'm good on it. Listen, I'm out of here. Make sure that y'all check us out and make sure that you follow us on uh, social media platforms. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, We're on Instagram at T-O-B double underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's, again, T-O-B double underscore podcast. You can also listen, uh, check us out on our Facebook page at The Opinionated Brother Pod. That's The Opinionated Brother P-O-D, all right? We'll have everything in the description below when we put out the episode. You can also listen to us, subscribe to us, Share the podcast from any platform, streaming platform, uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're on uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, um, Spotify. We're everywhere. You can also listen to me on my website at www.tyronzahicks.com forward slash T-O-B-Pod. All right. I love you guys. Have a great, great weekend. We will see y'all back on Monday. And we will have two new episodes of the Devontae's World Podcast and the R&B and Chill Podcast ready for y'all on Friday and Saturday. All right. Make sure y'all check those episodes out. Check out past episodes that you haven't checked out yet. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you all for listening. Peace, love, and hair grease.